Hello and welcome to Currently Reading. My name is Salima and I am your host. This is a Christian podcast where I will be discussing on a regular basis books that I am currently reading. (laughs) I am a wife to Omar. I'm a mother. I'm a soon-to-be former home educator. I'm a former student. I have a master's in theology and I love, and I mean I love to read Christian authors, Christian leadership books, anything that can just help uh, me grow closer to God. And I love to share that with others. So thank you for joining me on this journey. And I pray that the books that I share will be a blessing to you and will draw you closer to Jesus Christ. Hello and welcome to Currently Reading. My name is Salima and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. We are in the amazing book, Uncommon Influence by Tony and Lauren Dungy. And I just, I, I think I say it on every episode. I absolutely love this book. I love their wisdom. I love their heart. I love just how they've been challenging me to think a little bit more in terms of having uncommon influence, um, what it means to truly um, give thought to how God would feel about a lot of things that we say, we do, um, the way we behave. And it is just no surprise to me that God is using them in a great way. I mean, I say, I've said it several times on many episodes already. If you are being taught by somebody in there, helping you stop and think and tend to be drawn closer to God, they are doing a great job because again, we could hear lots of different teachings and we can read lots of different books, but they don't all uh, help us to stop and ponder and to reflect and to help us want to be better and just be drawn closer to God. This book is doing that. So I'm just enjoying this book a lot. And we're in chapter five where it says choose to move. And on the last episode, we talked about um, how we spent several episodes talking about preparation and how we need to be prepared. If we want to see success in uh, things for God, we have to prepare for those things. But now this chapter is talking about, okay, now you've prepared. Now it's time to move. You need to act. And we kind of talked about in the last episode about Martha and Mary um, just the preparation, the preparation, the preparation um, of Martha, and then just um, not uh, making sure, basically making sure that um, we are preparing, but there are going to be times when it's time to act on what we have spent time preparing for. Um, you know, we could spend a lot of time reading, we could spend a lot of time learning, um, but are we going to put what we've learned into practice? And so, that's what this chapter is talking about. Now it's time to move. Um, and so we, um, on this, in this, um, in this, uh, part of the book, um, she's basically has Lauren has given us uh, stories of what it means, examples of how you can put what you've learned into action. And so on page 100, she gives us the, um, reminder of how when Jesus in the, in the Bible, um, in, in Luke 10, 25 to 26, the teachers um, of religious law, you know, were asking them how to inherit her eternal life. And, but they were asking him a trick question. They were really just trying to, trying to ask a trick question because they, you know, he says, you have to love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your mind, all your soul and love your neighbor as yourself. And they said, um, um, who is my neighbor? And so, um, Jesus tells a parable of the Good Samaritan and explains, if you have read that story, um, how 
you know, somebody who was a leader walked right by a man who had been beaten on the road, but, and they walked right by him because the religious law said he couldn't help him, but somebody else came and helped him, even though the religious law said, I can't help you because I'll be unclean. I'm going to help you anyway. And so, um, your neighbor is basically, um, you know, anyone who, who is in need and this, this person was in need and that's what the parable talks about. And even though it may have been inconvenient for the good Samaritan to stop and help him, he did it. And so, and that's what this, this chapter, this part of the book is talking about. There are going to be times when things are a little inconvenient to us, or maybe we're not sure, or, you know, we don't really, um, where we start to question, you know, is it, should I, or what's going to happen? But Jesus is telling us, you know, if you get prompted to do something good for somebody else, um, after all you've learned from me and what I've taught you on how to treat people and how to love people, um, you need to do it. And so I, I shared in the last episode, how my pastor says all the time, when you have a, a good thought about doing something, you should just do it because usually we'll talk ourselves out of it. And we talk ourselves out of it because we say, well, did God ask me to do that? And like my pastor says, if you have a good thought to do something to bless somebody, that is not Satan telling you to go bless somebody. That is more than likely God. And so you should do it. And so, um, choosing to move is being, is you, you've prepped now act on that in Jesus, you know, his name, um, Jesus name, just act on things knowing that he is giving you the power to do the, to do, um, what would be a blessing to somebody else. Um, there are times when, um, you just, somebody just needs, uh, somebody to listen to. I mean, how often, hello, does our phone ring? And we seriously don't answer the phone. I mean, how often does our phone ring? Completely unexpected. And we're like, can this person just text me? And we think it's funny, um, but we don't answer the phone. I mean, that's a total inconvenience to us. But what if they just need somebody to uh, talk to, not even a talk to, to really to listen to? She says in her, she says it here on page 101. Maybe the neighbor is the fact, maybe you, the neighbor is just being a listening ear to that person. Maybe not trying to solve their problem, just letting them talk, you know? Um, but we often won't. We'll, it, I mean, somebody calling us completely unexpected. I mean, we really, it, it bothers us. And, um, we, we make arrangements to have phone calls with people. Um, but there, that's not reality when we think about it. That just makes no sense. Things happen to people. The unexpected things happen or, you know, somebody was let down in a situation or um, anything and they need somebody to talk to right away to just calm them, give them a scripture, let them know God is lo- loves them. He has not forgotten them. But <laughs> this phone call is completely unexpected, you know? So that's what... Um, that's pretty much what she's saying. Um, we have to be ready to serve because the, the, all the learning and preparation we're doing, it's not going to always go the way we want it to go. It's not going to always be picture perfect where we can plan all the serving we do and then, you know, share it with everybody in some picture perfect world. That's, that's not always going to happen. You know, somebody's going to call you 
and you just need to be that ear to them. You know, um, she shares a story on page 102 about her son. Um, they would go to a park when they were at a certain place um, in, uh, in Oregon where they would vacation. And her son began to realize uh, a lot of homeless people there. So they, he started asking a lot of questions. Why did they live on the street? Did they not have family? Um, it just He just was really intrigued by seeing a lot of homeless people. And so it just prompted him to put together love bags, if you will, of items that can kind of bless them. Um, and when I read that, I've actually done that before. I've actually uh, felt called, if you will, to just kind of put um, bags together for like ne with necessities. And I've had little organized events where we packed love bags and we gave them out. They just had basic necessities like toothbrush, toothpaste, uh, um, tissue, um, just things like that uh, to give to people. And then we would actually go, um, I don't know if they do this. She didn't mention it in her book, but we would also type like a, a write out, excuse me, a scripture to put in there as well. Um, and so if, you know, if you see something like that and you really feel like, I really want to do something like that, then do it. Um, just do it that, you know, be ready to serve, be ready to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Don't wait for a perfect time in your life to say, okay, I really want to be, um, able to serve people, just serve people. Now, you know, be the neighbor, be that person. Now, um, you just never know how you can bless somebody else by trying to be prepared all the time. You're going to miss so much. You're going to miss so, so much. If you're always trying to be prepared for everything to happen, you know, pre pre uh, preparation is essential, but God is going to move you and to say, okay, now it's time to go. Um, another um, thing I like that she says, um, she says it, take your God-given inclin inclination to the foot of the cross each day and ask God how, how to see what, what, what he longs for you to see. You know, again, when you do that, be ready. I've done that so many times where I've prayed and said, Lord, put people in my life where I can be your hands and feet. And then things happen. He does. And I forget that I even asked him that, but we have to be, um, intentional. And we truly are wanting to understand what it means to be the hands and feet of Jesus. When we ask God for that, God, uh, that he's going to do it. He really is going to do it. You know, my husband is um, a coach. He coaches football. He's also, uh, he also coaches basketball for our daughter's team. And he's read so many um, leadership books on coaching and how to just bring out the best in him, his athletes. And He's currently coaching a middle school team right now for our daughter. And there's um, a variety of different talents on the team. I mean, some of the, of the, the girls are more skilled than others. Um, and this is competitive basketball. So, I mean, unfortunately, some girls who are not as skilled are not going to get a lot of playing time. Um, and others will. But my husband has this thing where he is going to help bring out the best in his athletes. He's going to try his best to encourage and motivate to bring out his best in his athletes. And he has um, a young lady on our team and um, where he's trying to help bring out the best in her. She doesn't get a lot of playing time, but he's, he's always consciously wanting to bring out the best in her. And recently during a, a very important game, um, 
at a tournament, um, he decided to start her. And this wasn't the first time he's done that. He's started her before. Um, but his position is this. It's one thing to um, put the players who need a lot of development in with one minute left because we're either winning by a lot or losing by a lot. That's one thing. Okay, you guys can go in now. That's one thing. It's a totally different thing <laughs> to start them. Okay, it's a totally different thing to start them. But what it says is, I believe in you. I believe you can do it. And I believe you are capable of getting us started. Okay, and he's learned that. And I assure you, um, when you know, you're trying to build a team and get, you know, things together, you know, on the surface, you can be like, okay, we got to win. No, I mean, yeah, you want to win, but at the same time, you don't want to win, um, by devaluing somebody or making other people not feel, um, that they matter. I mean, at the end of the day, okay, we won, we won, we won, but I have girls on my team who don't feel like they, they, um, are part of the team. They don't feel special. They don't feel like I, I, uh, that I want the best out of them. No. So at the end of the, end of the day, all the preparation my husband is learning on what it means to coach and bring out the best. You know, when you're in situations like that in a game where you obviously want to win it, you know, um, and you start players who are not as skilled, that says a lot of what you have been learning um, by sitting at the hands and feet of Jesus. And that's just one example of what it means to be the hands and feet of Jesus. So in, in what she's saying, be ready. Okay, be ready. And so I'm going to leave us with that today. Um, I'm going to, we're going to continue in this chapter on um, choose, move, choose to move after preparation. And then we're going uh, to talk about next. Sometimes we're unable to serve, but what we can do is support. So thank you for joining me on this episode and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Currently Reading. I pray it has been a blessing to you and I hope it has drawn you closer to Jesus Christ. The way you can support Currently Reading is by following and sharing it with your friends and family. See you on the next episode.